Welcome to Onside, the official podcast from the Australian Sports Anti-Doping Authority. Our mission is to protect the health of athletes and the integrity of Australian sport. Hello and welcome to Onside. I'm Tim Gavel. Well, the National Sports Tribunal is now open for business. The Tribunal offers an affordable and transparent dispute resolution service. The Tribunal will deal with a range of disputes. It can rule on anti-doping rule violations, disciplinary issues, selection or eligibility disputes, bullying, harassment or discrimination disputes. Now, experienced sports administrator and lawyer John Boltby has been appointed as the National Sports Tribunal CEO and he's joining us on the line. Uh, John, congratulations. It's uh, obviously a big opportunity for sport in Australia, isn't it? Yes, it is, Tim, and I think an overdue one. Um, There have been a lot of tribunals around that are set up sort of ad hoc and in various sports, but this is the first time Australia has had its own first, uh, its own um, sport tribunal to hear all matters from all sports uh, and to be at arm's length from the sports and provide an independent and transparent service. Now, it's government-backed, but an independent body. What do you mean by an independent body? Can you tell us about the tribunal? Yes, well, we have 40 tribunal members. They're the the people who will hear cases or conduct mediations in the tribunal, and they come from outside of government. Uh, They come from outside of sports organisations and some even from outside of sport. So they're truly independent and they're not appointed by a sport who might be a party to a to a dispute. Um, uh, as a party to the dispute, it's not always seen as uh, independent when the sport appoints their tribunal members. Here, uh, an outside body, the National Sports Tribunal, will appoint members to hear a dispute in uh, a particular sport. And former athletes are going to be involved in some of those panels as well? Yes, we have some former athletes uh, on the uh, group of 40 that we have at the moment, and we're going to uh, probably increase the size of that group to give us a greater geographical spread and spread of experience. But former athletes, uh, former sports administrators, experts in various areas such as anti-doping, um, and that requires uh, some medical expertise. Uh, so it's a it's a big range of uh, highly qualified people available for athletes and sports to uh, call on when they they have a dispute that needs resolving. So how will it work uh, with sports who already have tribunals? I'm thinking here about a sport such as the AFL. Well, they can choose to use the National Sports Tribunal or they could choose to uh, retain their current system. Um, It's our job to persuade the sports and the athletes that we present a cost-effective, efficient, speedy and independent alternative. Uh, But uh, it... uh, it's up to them to decide whether they want to make use of this tribunal. We, ca- we can't force ourselves on any athlete or on any sport. You mentioned the athletes and sporting bodies. I'd imagine support personnel come into this as well? That's right. Uh, so any person who is uh, a member of a sport 
um, who has a dispute with that sport or within that sport is able to make use of our jurisdiction if the rules of the sport recognise the National Sports Tribunal or if the parties, so the athlete or support person and the sport, agree to refer their particular dispute to the National Sports Tribunal. Yes, because you also offer private arbitration, mediation, conciliation and case approval, don't you, as well? And it's very much a cost-effective approach of doing it so that it doesn't necessarily have to become a full-blown tribunal case. You can actually do some triaging there by the sounds of it. Well, there are many, many cases that uh, are probably better served by means of uh, better resolved by means of mediation or conciliation, which are slightly different, but uh, basically they are um, dispute resolution methods which allow the parties to, uh, or help the parties to come to a solution that they both agree uh, with. So to settle the case, if you like, without it going to a full arbitration. And a case appraisal is a, a method where an experienced uh, arbitrator uh, can provide a, an opinion as to the case for both parties and they can decide whether they wish to proceed with it or not to arbitration, which is a, a full hearing. So hopefully many disputes can be resolved more or less amicably, amicably through uh, mediation, case appraisal or conciliation rather than going for a full arbitration. And John, it really does combine a lot of your skills, doesn't it, this new role, because you were at one stage in your life CEO of uh, the AIS, you've been involved with rowing at a high level, football Australia, rugby, um, volleyball, and you're also a lawyer, so it combines your your passion for sport uh, with your love of the law, so it is almost like a natural progression for you, isn't it, to do a role like this? Yeah, for me, it works pretty well. I was a lawyer for a, a practising barrister for uh, several years before I got lured into working for sport full time. But uh, at the same time as being in sport, I've had a, a close involvement with uh, the legal side of sport, sport and the law. I've served and I still do serve on the uh, International Court of Arbitration for Sport. So um, I... Um, I I know a bit about sports law, but uh, more importantly, I think I've still managed to have some good contacts and understanding of how sport operates and how athletes, um, what their needs are. So, John, uh, just as a final question, uh, athletes, sporting bodies and support personnel seeking your services, um, details are on the website, aren't they? They are. uh, The details of how we operate, what you need to do to commence a case, Uh, The costs involved uh, are on our website, uh, nationalsportstribunal.gov.au. And as far as costs are concerned, um, it's important for me to point out that uh, we have modest uh, costs of using the tribunal, except that during the current COVID-19 situation, uh, we are waiving the costs uh, from now until the 30th of September. So whilst they're not a lot, In any case, at the moment, they're exactly zero. Good on you, John. Thanks very much for joining us on Onside and all the best in the new role. A pleasure. Thank you. That's the National Sports Tribunal CEO, John Boltby. More with Onside in just a moment. 
This is Onside, the official podcast of Asada. Welcome back to Onside. I'm Tim Gavel. Time now for So I Was Wondering, where Asada staff answer questions from the public. And today's question is Does Asada endorse any supplements? And to answer the question, Asada's senior education officer joins us, Cheryl Kalthoffen. And Cheryl, does Asada endorse any supplements? No, we don't. Um, our main job at Asada is to test athletes and not test products or supplements. Um, it's out of our realm of what we do. And we do get asked quite a lot um, whether we do endorse certain supplements. Of course, athletes and parents out there want to know um, really for sure if something is good or bad to take, etc. cetera. Uh, we can only lead people in um, taking a low-risk um, sort of test on a supplement. So we have the Asada app where people can test, can can look up supplements, whether they've been batch tested by other companies, um, but Asada don't test them this, them ourselves. All right, Cheryl, thanks very much for joining us today and answering that question, does Asada endorse any supplements? And the answer there is no. Thanks very much for your time, Cheryl. No problem, thanks. That's Asada's Senior Education Officer, Cheryl Kalthoffen. More with Onside in just a moment. Time now for a fast fact. The Dangers of Doping brochure addresses why doping is a concern beyond being against the rules of sport. It was developed in partnership with the World Anti-Doping Agency and includes the risks associated with using supplements, as well as the health consequences associated with specific substances, including steroids, EPO, stimulants, masking agents, marijuana and narcotics. That was Shelley Ray, Asada's Strategy Development Officer. Thanks for listening to Onside. I'm Tim Gavel. You've been listening to Onside, the official podcast of the Australian Sports Anti-Doping Authority. Send in your podcast questions or suggestions to executiveoffice at asada.gov.au. For more information about clean, fair sport, visit our website, asada.gov.au or check out our clean sport app.